0: Welcome to the Cash Confident Stylist Podcast. Here, we dive into topics that reach far beyond the salon. I'm your host, Misty Jane. I'm a life and money coach for stylists who are obsessed with personal growth. I help you enhance your mindset around money, build a business that lights you up, and create a life of peace. Me and my guests are on a mission to normalize the wealthy stylist while creating a safe space to be perfectly imperfect. Wanna join me? Then you're in the right place. Hello there, friends. Welcome back to the Cash Confident Stylist Podcast. Today I'm talking with Jasmine. She is at your beauty biz bestie on Instagram. And let me tell you what, I loved this conversation. You know, I love me somebody who is an open book. And that's exactly what this is. We talked a lot about confidence, kind of what it is means to be confident in different aspects of your life and your business, what it takes to be confident, um, all of the things kind of going along with our journey and, and how we found confidence in various ways and I hope that this helps you find confidence in various ways in your life as well. We also talk about her up and coming Own Your Beauty virtual conference. It is happening on May 15th. I am so honored to be a part of this lineup There are 12 speakers and we are talking about, again, just that, confidence um, within your business. So go ahead and give the link in the show notes a click and come and join us. This is a free event. There are so many amazing speakers talking on so many amazing topics and Jasmine is putting this together for you the independent stylist the stylist that wants to go independent the stylist that wants growth and confidence and all of the things in their life so please 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 join us for this amazing event and like i said there's so many awesome speakers a lot of them you have heard on this podcast before lindsey smith of commonwealth collective um kelly of scissors makes sense shelby Betancourt, the happy the wealthy healthy hairstylist um Kanisha, the beauty CPA, so many people. So please come and join us on May 15th for this free event. But in the meantime, get to know Jasmine a little bit. This is such an awesome conversation. Like I said, we talked about confidence, we talk about um, a lot of personal growth, You know, all of my favorite topics. So please enjoy um, and give me a shout. I wanna see how you're feeling, how you're doing. We are in May now, which is so wild to me. How is your year going so far? DM me, I'm telling you. I know that you listen to this podcast and you hear these conversations that I have and a lot of you feel like you're in the car with us having these conversations. Let's bring it in the DMs or email. Let's actually have these conversations. I promise you, I, I love meeting new people. I'm seeing the listenership of this podcast grow immensely and I wanna know who you are. I wanna know why you listen. I wanna know what you love about this podcast, what you would want to change about this podcast I want to know all the things so please 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 come and uh, let's chat let's be friends I'm here to grow a community not just to talk at you (laughs) through your radio so DM me I would like to get to know you a bit and please enjoy this episode with your beauty biz bestie hi Jasmine welcome to the cash confident stylist Hello. I am super excited to connect with you. You have something really excited, exciting coming up next week. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about that and we're going to talk a little bit about confidence, all of the things. But before we get started, tell the listeners who you are and what you do.
1: Hi, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Uh, my name's Jasmine. I am in Canada, just outside of Toronto. Um, I've been a stylist for over... 18 years now, um, started out of high school, straight out of high school. I was, um, in a class, a cosmetology class that I was able to go from my grade 12, doing my grade 12 to doing my, um, Certification same. all in the same year. So, I did the oh, same you did thing. that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah that oh, it. it was like banana. I think about it now. I have no idea how I did that, but I did it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, and it was crazy, but it was awesome. Because then, when I finished high school, I was practically licensed. I just put in a few more hours and ready to go. So, being a stylist is all I have known. I don't know anything outside of the hair world.
0: <laughs> are you a? Are you a salon owner? Are you an independent? Are you what? What kind of stylist are you?
1: So I am now an independent. I have been for the last 13 years. Um, So I was at a few different salons. I jumped around a lot. I couldn't find my salon home. Um, I was in the industry at a time when luckily things are are shifting, I'm seeing. But there was a lot of cattiness. There was a lot of backstabbing. There was a lot of, I don't want to help you. you got to figure it out on your own. Um, And I struggled really hard with that. I did not like the energy. I didn't like the that that competition, all that sort of thing. So I really had a hard time finding my my place in a salon. Um, And then I actually was working at a hotel salon, which I was the only stylist that was there, and I don't know what possessed me to do that at the age of like <laughs> nineteen, twenty, thinking that I was capable, but it worked out. <laughs> um, but that's what kind of started me down this like independent road and being like, hey, this is kind of cool. I get to decide my, you know, my way. Um, And then the 2008 recession started and I was making no money. Nobody was coming into the salon. My bills were still coming in and I was making nothing. Mm -hmm. So I was actually paying to go to work because I had to pay to park and then sit there and it was brutal. So I started doing people at their houses and then it morphed into a business that I was not expecting to happen because I did not take business 101 in school. (laughs) Most of us didn't. Yeah. That's something that also I'm excited to be a part of the change with because it is such a crucial part and we're not shown how to do anything with business, how to get a client, nothing. Like we are told, this is how you cut hair. Have at her. And you're like, who do who do I cut though? How do I find that person?
0: <laughs> right. And I and like you said, you know, back in the day, nobody really wanted to help. I mean, yeah, maybe your boss, but they only knew how to help one way. And a lot of our bosses were just like we were. We they started salons with no knowledge. Yeah. Because, you know, we just want to be in the hair industry. Why? Because we want to have fun and we want to like talk to people and we want to be creative. And
1: like exactly. we didn't really
0: think we wanted to be entrepreneurs, like I didn't. <laughs> well, and I
1: remember actually sitting in hair school and I was there with my like Best girlfriend at the time. We were fortunate to do it together, which was super fun. But they asked everybody, like, what's your goals? Do you want to work in like movies? Do you want to own a salon? Do you want to just be a stylist? And me and her both looked at each other. We're like, never own a place. Like, I would never do that. Mm -hmm. And then there we were, like literally four or five years later, both owning our own businesses and not expecting to be down that road at all. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's kind of funny how it all happens.
0: Well, it's funny how you say, it's funny that you say that because I was the same way. I was actually in a commission salon for 14 years before I went independent. And I always said, I don't want to be a business owner. I don't want to do my own thing. I don't want. And it wasn't until I started making life changes and finding confidence in myself that I realized it's not that I didn't want to do it. It's I didn't know how to do it. And I didn't trust my decisions enough to do it.
1: Yeah. You because know? again like you said the confidence right the confidence yep. to say hey i can do this i am capable of this right like yep. that's we're we're not taught that aspect of it so it's it's a definitely a, an important part for sure
0: let me ask you this though if you would have been taught do you think you still would have felt ready
1: um what do you mean taught how to run like, a business or yep. um pro- Probably not actually, because at that point I didn't, I was young and kind of naive and didn't understand what business ownership even really meant to be honest. So what my version of thinking what a business was is very different than what I'm doing today. Right. <laughs> right. So well, do I, I don't know. That you
0: can build confidence from just learning information and not actually taking the action.
1: No, no, you definitely need to take the action for sure. The the That's what I think holds everybody back from being confident is not taking the steps, right? We need to actually put the things in place to be able to build that confidence. We can take in all the knowledge that we want to, but it's the making the mistakes, it's the taking the, the risks and the chances and putting one foot in front of the other, that's what makes us be able to be successful,
0: hmm Yes. Confidence is built on accomplishments. I say that a lot on this. Yeah. I love like that. One of my favorite um, lines. Cause it's so true. It's like, I always say, start messy because mm-hmm. you just have to start and then the confidence will come. But exactly. I think the education is important because mm-hmm. a lot of times we do not know where to start. Yep. We do not know like what mindset shifts we need to take, what action steps we need to take, what sometimes we don't even know what's actually going wrong. Definitely. You know, like we Definitely. know something's off, but we're like, wait, what, what is off? What can I change?
1: Well, so- and once you educate yourself in what you're lacking in, then you're able to ha- have, the, have the tools to be able to make that step, right? Yep. So it, it all kind of works together, but it takes doing the action. It takes doing the thing, doing the do <laughs> yes. to be able to do it. We can't just sit there and it magically happened for us. We need to be the ones to to figure out the education to put all of the things into place to be able to get to where we want to be.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I tell all my coaching clients on their consultation call before we even start, I always tell them like 80% of the work is done when I am not on a Zoom call with you. Yeah. Because I cannot make you do the things. I can teach you, I can talk to you about it, I can help you like figure it out, but I I can't do it for you. Yeah. You know, and it's like yeah. if you want the transformation it's on you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like. yeah. Well, and I think that's like, that was one of the struggles when we first got into this industry is, is a lot of the like seasoned hairstylists were like, well, I went through it and I figured it out. So you've got to figure it out on your own too. And it was like, I get that, but a little bit of help and guidance and support is also crucial to be able to to help me get to there. Right. Yep. Like a little bit of support is, would be lovely.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I, I, do you think that there's like a bit, well, I, I feel like, yes, definitely, but a bit of scarcity in that, right. Like mm-hmm. a lot of times the people that we were surrounded by that, that wanted you to learn the hard way, quote unquote, you know, maybe,
1: I don't know. I don't know what it, I don't have scarcity. Maybe they word. didn't, maybe they didn't have the the knowledge and the confidence to be able to help them too they were scared to to take the leap to help somebody because they also were just trying to figure it out on their own too and figure out their way maybe I don't know like yeah we look at it as it being this tough and rough like I'm I don't want to help you but maybe they did but they just didn't know how they're like I wasn't taught this I don't know what I'm doing and now with us morphing all of these it like taking little bits from different industries and watching other people and what they've done. We're able to now make our own kind of, um, way of helping, right?
0: Yes. I really like that perspective. I think that's, that's a good, that's a good way to think about it. And I think that's very true. There's this kind of thing. We talked a little bit about Instagram before we started uh, recording, but um, you know, there's this, this trend that I, I do love going around right now where people are talking about the messy parts. And those are my people. Like, those are the ones that like, like the, the Nina Tulios of the world are like, I love so much. Cause it's like, I I think it's important to show that, yes, there is success that can be had. Yes, there is like amazing careers that can be built, but it's not easy. And I think that there's this difference between showing what you could have and then showing what you have to sacrifice to get that. Mm -hmm. And do you feel like you are seeing that shift in your world as
1: well? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I think that it's, it's, it's so important to show the behind the scenes mm-hmm. because it is so easy to look at Instagram and look at all of these things and see these people with all these followers and the amazing work that they do and being like, but that's not me. And, and going to that comparison, right? Like we, I'm I'm sure every single one of your followers can say that they've dealt with comparison when oh, looking at and myself. Oh, yes, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So um, by showing like, This was the first balayage I ever did. Mm -hmm. It wasn't great, but I did it and I continued to do it. And now I'm here. Not I did it once and I'm just so good at it. Like none of us were like that, right? It takes time. And so for these new stylists that are coming into the industry, seeing that that truth will help them to have the confidence to say, okay, I can continue doing this so that I I'm able to get to that point. It's okay yes. to mess up. It's okay to be to to, like you said, be messy in what we're doing, but continue working and and notice where we're where we went wrong. See see where we can tweak and where we can change and continue to get better and better.
0: Mm, Yes, absolutely. So I want to shift gears a little bit because you have something coming up. Um, This episode comes out next week. So yeah, you have something coming up next Monday, May 15th. I want to talk a little bit about this because I'm a part of it and I'm very excited about it. Um, So tell me a little bit about this virtual conference that you are putting on.
1: Yes, I am so honored that you're going to be one of our amazing expert speakers. Um, So we are having a virtual conference called Own Your Beauty, um, specifically speaking to confidence in our beauty businesses. So every one of us, like we were saying, deals with, you know, lack of confidence in certain aspects, Mm -hmm. Um, especially when it comes to business, because like we were saying in in school, um, cosmetology school, we weren't taught the business side of it. We were taught how to do the hair, but not how to actually get the clients and how to run a business. And even if you're not an independent stylist or a salon owner, you still own your own business. You still have to have to put certain things in place to make sure that your business your clients are coming back. They're your business, right? So um, having the confidence within our businesses is going to be the difference of us being in this industry in five years from now or being in it, you know, or not being there anymore. So uh, we have 12 now, which was supposed to be eight to 10, but it's, it's morphed into a little bit more, but I just couldn't stop saying yes (laughs) (laughs) to these amazing people. Um, and we're gonna be talking about so much. We're gonna be talking about money mindset. We're gonna be talking about um taxes, we're gonna be talking about boundaries, we're gonna be talking about leadership, like literally 15 to 20 minutes. Each um speaker will be talking with ooey gooey goodness. Like it's gonna yes. be epic.
0: <laughs> yes, quite a few of the speakers have been on the podcast. Um, Kanisha, the beauty CPA, is like my, she is my spirit educator. Her and I, we are like her and I did a, um, in Dallas last year for Lindsay Smith's um, who's also speaking. Yep. Yep. Exactly. (laughs) Um, we, her and I met officially at that event and we talk about money in a way that actually people enjoy because that there are two topics that people don't like, right? You don't want to talk about money mindset. You don't want to talk about taxes. They're like two things that people literally at that event said that they were uh, going to physically avoid me. (laughs) is what I was told until they heard both of us speak. And then it was like, oh, this can be fun. Yeah. And this doesn't have to be scary. You know, it doesn't have to be shame
1: and judgment and you should know this and you need to do this. I love that. I love that you guys have that aspect of it because it is, it's, it's life. It's happening either way. So avoiding it is not going to change it and it's not going to make it any better. So by, by looking at it in a different way and in a positive way and figuring out tools to be able to make it not scary is like, that's, that's the golden ticket. <laughs> yes. Amen
0: to that. Well, I'm super, mm-hmm. super excited about the event. So let's yes. talk a little bit about, you have a lot of people speaking on different topics and when it comes to confidence, there isn't like an end of the road, right? Like there isn't like, I'm confident now. Cool. I did it. I did it. Like, and you know, and I think some people are born with certain kind of confidence and some people have to work at certain kind, you know, there's so many different aspects. Um, What would you say is an area where you lacked confidence, where you had to find your way through it and built your confidence up?
1: Oh my gosh. And it can be business or life. Yeah. Well, like you were saying, like there's so many aspects but I'll, I'll speak to, I would say one of my most recent pieces of confidence, building confidence, which was putting this event together, Mm -hmm. which was reaching out to these speakers who 90% of 90, yeah, 90, at least percent of them, I did not know before. Yeah. I mean, this is the
0: first time you and I have spoken besides. Yeah, Yeah.
1: it was, it was terrifying. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. And because I've been independent for 13 years and never had a community, never had support, never had people in my corner. I was always the, I can do it on my own. I'm tough. I got this. I, I, I've got, I can, I can keep going and had that confidence, which was great, but it also was really tough and really hard. So kind of building that, that confidence to be able to say like, you got this, like, keep going. You can, you can do this. And, and following through with, with this event is like, it's been huge. My mindset, my, how I feel energetically the last couple of weeks after having started this is I am a totally different person. So, you know, I felt confident in my life because of different things of having, having to go through Yes. I've built a successful business on my own. Yes. I've without, you know, any help. Yes. I've been able to get to a certain area financially that I'm very proud of. Like I've, I have all these things that check confident, check confident because I've, I've done it, but that doesn't mean like you said that I'm done. Like it's constantly something that I'm working on and constantly something that I'm, I'm building. Um, and every time you get a little bit, you get, you get to that you get a little bit more every time, but it's never, like you said, end of the road. You've, you've succeeded. (laughs) My confidence (laughs) always
0: builds like after the, I want to give up hard part.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
0: It's like, it's like when I'm like, oh my God, like crying, why am I doing this? I want to just throw in the towel. It's like, if I don't give up, it's like literally over that fence is, oh Oh, there, there it you. is. That's what I was looking for. And it's yeah. so crazy. Cause you hear it all the time, right? Like you hear little quotes and like read books about it and like, it's so easy. Yeah. And it <laughs> seems like it's so simple. Like, Oh, just keep going, like keep swimming, whatever. And then, but it's not until you really do it and you understand it and you're like, Oh, that, that shit was really hard, but now it feels so easy. Like yeah. thank God I didn't give up. Cause I used to be a giver upper Oh all Yeah. Ways.
1: This has been a four year journey for me getting here at least because I constantly had an excuse and a reason why I shouldn't and why I can't and why I'm not good enough or why this, why that giving up, giving up, giving up, giving up every time. Like I said, getting one half of a foot further ahead, building always a little bit, but still never having enough of that full on confidence to say, you know what? This is this is it. You're going for this. You're doing this. There's no there's no turning back. Like yeah, you you've now included twelve other people in your journey. This is happening either way. Right, <laughs> you're yep. going, and it's everything's just lined up perfectly. Like you said, like if I had tried this maybe four years ago, it wouldn't have been right. I wouldn't have been in the right headspace. It, it, things wouldn't have worked out. I I, I truly believe that timing is is huge. Yeah. Um, and just because we feel like it might be the right time or that it hasn't worked for whatever reason, it it's not a no for right. What's that quote? Not no for now. I don't know. There's some quote I that's know what like, you're talking about. I get, Yeah. That, yeah. For, I can't think of it right now, but like it's yeah, like, it'll be a yes later sort of situation, yeah. right? Like So just to not give up on what our goals and our dreams and our aspirations and desires are, because it will work out one day, but just keep going with it. Just keep trying, just keep working on yourself and building yourself up and figuring out what's missing to be able to get to that next step. Yeah,
0: something I've been diving into um, recently is like letting go of old things to bring in new things. Mm -hmm. And it was this like epiphany that I had of like, wait, I'm Philly. I, you only have so much capacity. Yeah. yeah, you only have so much capacity and you have to let go of it, whether it's old habits, whether it's old thoughts, sometimes mm-hmm. it's people, unfortunately, sometimes yeah. it's pieces, you know, and, and you have to let go of that old <laughs> stuff to bring in that new stuff. And a lot of times we're holding on so tightly to the old stuff, but we're craving the new stuff, mm-hmm. but we're not actually like allowing it to come. Yeah. And and that has been, I'm not like uh like I'm not one to be like manifest your feet like
1: I know, yeah. I'm, I'm
0: like I always say I'm logistical woo-woo, like I need yeah. like, like I'm okay <laughs> there with you, like, girl. <laughs> yeah, like I like I love my angel numbers because I literally see like one one ones every day. Like it tells, you know, but it's just like my reminder, like you're on the path, whatever. But I have always had this disconnect with that, you know, of like, well, I don't really get it. Like, okay, but but now I'm starting to okay, like energetically, when I am like not in scarcity, when Mm -hmm. I am like, everything feels good, even if it's not going the way that I want it to think
1: it's supposed to go. (laughs)
0: Yes, exactly. I let go of the result and I'm just in the moment and I do find gratitude in
1: everything that I'm doing. Exactly.
0: Shit starts just falling into place.
1: Well, and I love that too, because you look at it it, you're, you're growing and you're being a better person, no matter what, at the end of every single day, when I put my head down, I want to know that I gave it my best and I did the best that I can for everybody around me and that I am being the best version of myself. So that might, like we said, might not look like what we think it's supposed to look like, but that doesn't matter. So long as I'm, I I look at what is around me and grateful. Like the other day I went, I was, went to Costco and like, there was the perfect spot that was like two, two spots away. It was raining this day. Right. So I'm not, I'm not generally this lazy, but it was like so close to the front door. I didn't know. Well, I like ran the in dangerous parking right? lot on the planet. <laughs> I know. doesn't matter what country you're in. It's terrible. So, and it was a perfect spot. And then I went in to go get my cart There was one cart left there for me, like all these little things that I'm like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And like, it's silly, but I, and any other mindset, I would have just been like park, go grab it, go like not, not realizing these little things that we can be grateful for.
0: Well, at the end of the day, like whatever you're looking for, you're going to find. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you're looking for, oh, Costco is going to be miserable. The parking lot's going to suck, and somebody's, mm-hmm. you know, then you're going to find that. Well, at yeah. Costco, you're going to find that regardless. <laughs> but, um, but it's funny yeah. you say that. That's really funny you say that because last week I, I, I've been getting Costco delivered because Costco very much stresses me out. And I have to <laughs> buy like a kayak, like. Like I love, Costco, <laughs> but it also it's dangerous. <laughs> yeah. People are wild in that store, but it's funny you say that because I went in there the other day and everyone was so nice. Like I had the best Costco experience where mm-hmm. like, I like had awesome, sweet interactions with people and like the same good parking spot. So it's funny. Yeah. There's something yeah. about Costco right now. Well, like- and even
1: like, I'll go to the gym and I don't, I, I just kind of, again, being awareness, right. Awareness is the key. Like I, I don't I don't notice that I'm doing it, but everybody that I look at smiles back at me, and I'm like, "Oh, like," and I'm not consciously like I'm like in my workout mode and whatever. But right. I feel like there must be a certain way that I look at them that they feel like they've got a, a straight look on their face, and then suddenly they smile, and I'm like, "Oh, hi!" Like smile back, you know. But I don't know what it is, but I'm like, I love that. I love that. Yeah. You know, I I hope that I'm bringing that energy to other people to help them feel and have a good day and put a smile on their faces, you know, right. well, even it if is, it's not consciously.
0: <laughs> and it is, it's an energetic thing. Like just, you know, to tell you, like, I don't normally get random DMS from people I've never met and say yes to being <laughs> a part of their conference, but I don't know why, but I was like, I, I feel like this is a good thing, you know what oh, I, And I don't know why so I never happy. met you, you know what I, I mean? Know. Like, yeah. so I think that there's a lot to be said about energy and energetics mm-hmm. and things like yeah. that. And hundred percent. again, I don't know the science behind it. I'd yeah. like to learn, you yeah. know, but, um, but I, there's a lot to be said about it. And I think Definitely. about days even in the salon when I'm like, maybe not in the best mood or maybe somebody no showed or canceled. And I'm like, feeling like, Oh my God, like this is, you know, especially in the past, um, when like money was tight, that it mm-hmm. like affected everything. It affected the rest of my clients. It affected when I went home, it affected the next day, yeah. you know? And then, and I realized now is like, now I get a cancellation. I'm like, oh, great. I get a break. I can go have yeah. lunch. I can do yeah. this. And now it affects things in such a positive way. Yeah. So we do get to choose how we want to look at something and yeah. everything. I do believe everything is happening for us, whether it's a bunch of no's or not, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. Because then there's going to be, we need to go through hard to get to good and to appreciate good, right? Like if everything was easy, if everything was great all the time, why would we ever appreciate it? Because it's always like that. That's just our norm. It sucks to go through the hard and it hurts to go through the hard, but that's what makes us stronger. That's what makes us resilient. That's what, that's what allows some people to go further than others, because they're willing to go through those no's. they're willing to go through the hard stuff to get to the good.
0: Yeah, what do you what do you feel like what kind of internal work do you have to do to be able to get through that stuff?
1: Oh my gosh! If you would like to, I'm that that's a, person. That's I'm a like, lot. That's a loaded question. You don't have to answer fully. No, right? no, 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 no. I, I'm not. I don't. I, I, I'm also an open book. Like you, literally, can ask me or whatever, anything, and I am like, yeah, I Perfect. do not. I'm no on hold the, bar because I feel right podcast <laughs> because I feel like it's very important to share your stories, to be vulnerable, and like because all of us have been through stuff. I'm not the only one. So why? Would but I pretend like my life is perfect or like everything is so rosy all the time because it's not, but I can also show you that it can still be good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, my, my personal development has been going on for a very long time, very long time. So I like I've doubled down on it. Um, the last four years, which is why this whole journey has been a, a long road because I felt like something had to shift, something had to change, because I wanted a change, but I didn't know how to do it. And I didn't know what was missing. And I didn't know why things weren't working out for me. So I, yeah, once I started kind of paying a little more attention to that, like you said, I'm not, I'm not a super woo-woo person. And like, you know, all the stuff, I do believe in certain aspects. And, you know, our, our brains are in insanely powerful things and what we what we choose to fill it with like we we're talking about filling will impact us mm-hmm. regardless right what we're what we choose to watch what we choose to listen to what we who we choose to be around all impacts us it doesn't matter what you how woo you think that is it's it's facts yep. it is proven facts mm-hmm. whether you people use crystals and that stuff that's their own situation sure if it works for you great but it is, it is proven for sure with our brains that they are insanely powerful. So I really choose to be very conscious and very careful with what I, what I do with my brain. Mm,
0: yeah. So especially you,
1: more recently,
0: do you like, um, are you a, not a consumer, like as far as like Instagram or TV, like what is your kind of,
1: yeah. Instagram, I was mentioning to you earlier, I, I, I very much struggled with, um, for a very long time. I've always had this bad feeling about it and I get it has its place and it's been very valuable when it comes to my business. I'm not going to lie, but I just don't enjoy the energy that I get around it. So I'm very, very careful about how much time I spend on it. I barely sit there scrolling. Yeah. if ever sit there scrolling. Yeah. The only things that I look at are the DMS that my friends or clients send me and, um, like post myself for right. for work. Right. And I, and I don't even really enjoy doing that, but I do understand the value with it. But I, I just, I can't let myself go down that rabbit hole because I know myself and how, how damaging that is for me.
0: Yeah. You know what I started doing? Cause I am a scroller, like to a point where like, I know that it's like, like I'm working on it. <laughs> um, I talk about that I, I'm in AA for it. Yeah. Like I, I literally Scrollers had a conversation with essay. my therapist about it yesterday. Like, um, yeah. but what I've started doing is i I mute people that, um, even if it's family members that like know. trigger me or like upset me yeah. or, or whatever, I mute them or I st- I unfollow, you know, obviously, but you know, what's
1: sad is that that would be like 90% of my, like, I wouldn't be following anybody then just because well, I feel, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's Instagram itself or it's just the, the idea of the platform that I struggle
0: right. with personally. Well, you know what I started doing? So I started doing that, but then I started following things that make me happy. Mm-hmm. So I follow a lot of those um, pages where people give away money, like where they go in a Walmart and they're like, "Will you buy this hat for a dollar. And like the guy's like, sure. And like, he's homeless. And then he has a up thousand thousand dollars. Yeah. Like I follow those yeah. all the time. And yeah. it's like, so now I find myself scrolling and I'm like crying of happiness.
1: Yeah,
0: that's awesome. <laughs> and it's awesome. been a really nice energetic show. I love that. I um, love that. I just need to not press on comments to things because. Uh...
1: <laughs> uh, well, exactly, right? That's a, like, it, really, do you have to say something? Like, if you don't have not, anything nice to say, then don't say anything at all. And like, right. why are you following these people? If you want to say something negative, like just, uh, oh, people. <laughs> well, that's Facebook. That, that That's a whole different situation. Like Facebook comments are the worst. Yeah. The
0: worst. We oh. recently in my hometown had a music festival happening that um, it was a lot. It's like a lot of rap and stuff. And like, you go on the comments in there and it will like, it will like make you hate humanity. Like literally there's like this, like old lady that's like, oh, I hate rap. And it's like, why are you commenting? Yeah. Like, you know <laughs> then I mean? don't like, be go. on here. This is the place for you. <laughs> right. Like then go away. Like, I don't understand like yeah. the amount of energy people are putting into stuff yes. that has nothing to benefit their life.
1: Like if you put that into positive, what would the world be like if we right. stopped, if we stopped worrying about what everybody else was doing and worry about ourselves and put that same energy into us being better, what would, what would happen? Yeah. You know, like why I, it boggles my mind that people spend so much of their energy and time and then, and then go to bed at night and be like, that was a great day. Like but they well, probably yeah. don't though. That's the sad <laughs> part, you know, I hope they person, don't.
0: Yeah. Like I feel like, I don't know people who put so much energy into hate, you know um, I feel like that's not the case. I feel like they're probably pretty miserable, which yeah.
1: is sad. And and well, I learned- that's the way I look at it is <clears throat> this person obviously has, they're carrying a lot. Of baggage. And I feel, I feel for them. I'm going to say a little prayer for them that, you know, they find their way because clearly it's not me. It's not this other person who did whatever. It's something internally that they're struggling with. And I feel really bad for them because life is such a blessing and so beautiful. Why would you want to spend it in that energy? Yeah, I totally
0: agree. I've been learning a lot about like the ego And just like, um, and putting emotions around everything, right. Especially when it comes to money. I mean, that's one of the biggest, like things that I talk with my clients about is just, you know, emotions around any part of finances. Cause at the end of the day, it's just a piece of paper. Like we get to decide what the value is. We get to decide, Mm -hmm. you know, how we feel about it. Um, but I've been learning a lot about the ego and just like how much emotion we put into so many things in our life that don't need to have emotion in them, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's like, overthinking things like that. It's like, okay, you're, you're thinking about this thing, whatever it may be, maybe you're stressed about clients, maybe, you know, business, whatever, whatever it is, you're thinking about it so much. And you're creating these false scenarios in your mind that Mm -hmm. are literally stopping you from getting the thing that you want. Mm -hmm. And when we take a second and go, wait a minute, maybe what is the facts Mm -hmm. You know, okay. I'm not getting the clients that I want. Why not? Well, I'm not posting on Instagram the things that I want to get, you know, I'm not marketing correctly. Mm -hmm. I'm not telling my clients to send me their friend, like whatever, you know, like what are the facts and then what can I do from here rather than focusing on these like worst case scenarios yeah. that are just keeping us in the cycle?
1: And it doesn't That have to might not here. even happen. Like exactly these worst case scenario, like we worry about what's going to happen tomorrow. And then today we don't even enjoy and get to be a part of because we're so worried about tomorrow, but you don't even know if that's going to actually happen. So why are we putting so much energy into what we think is going to be instead of just working, like you said, on what we can control, what can we do right now Mm -hmm. to make sure we're getting towards whatever our goals are or whatever, whatever that is for us. Right. Mm -hmm. So. With this
0: conversation, say somebody's listening to this and we're getting that we're I feel like there's a lot of passion in this conversation. Right? It's very get, true. They're on the other very end, passionate.
1: They're, yeah, they're like
0: getting fired up. They're like, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna like, uh, yeah, like you're right. I need to think about this differently. What would you say would be like step one of that?
1: Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think personally, um It would be finding the right people, finding your tribe, finding people that you align with that are your cheerleaders that are going to be there to support you when things get tough, that are going to hold your hand, that are going to tell you it's going to be okay, that are going to sit there and tell you that it's, it's not going to be okay. That like being, having those people that are honest with you, that are, are there with your best interests at heart to be able to help us through. Cause it's, it's tough to be by yourself. And we can get ourselves into such a rabbit hole by focusing on all of these things. So by having people that are in your corner that are there supporting you, I feel would help in a large majority of, of cases that were, that we're in.
0: I could not agree with that more. I always say, get you a circle that reminds you who the fuck you are when Mm -hmm. you forget, Mm -hmm. you know, I love that. Um, Okay. so. Speaking of that, (laughs) perfect segue. right? (laughs) I'm really excited about this event. Like I said, there's quite a few people in here, Kelly, um, Shelby, um, Lindsay, like that are very close to me and they have been in my circle helping me grow through the last three years and, you know, moving into a different platform. And for anyone listening, like this isn't like, in advertisement. These people are mm-hmm. fucking real people real that people. really, <laughs> really, really support you. These, yeah. I will start crying. Seriously. Yeah. These people have supported me the last three years, so heavily, yeah. like, and and it's not because they want something.
1: Yep. Yeah you know? And, and I think that what they want is you to be the best version of you. They're not getting yes. it. They're not doing it for themselves. So we, I'm going to just tell you a quick story. We are insanely passionate about Bali. It is like our, our go-to dream to live there. We've been there a few times because of the people. If mm. you ever have a chance to travel there, you need to go. These I was supposed are- to go in 2020 and it got canceled. Oh girl. These people are epic. And the reason I, it took me so long. The first time we came back from there, me and my husband both sat there and we like, what's so different. Like what, what is it about them that we are both like, dang, these people, what we realized is how much they, they are always supporting the other person before themselves, so they're looking at you and saying, how can I support you? Not hold on, what am I going to get out of this? And then I'll decide if I'm going to help you. It's always helping the other person. And I learned so much from that. And that's exactly what I want to be. That is who I want to be as a person. Not having my own agenda anywhere remotely close to the to anything. Like even with this event and having all these amazing people, like I was, I was brought to tears over the fact that everybody was like, hell yes. And didn't, it wasn't, Oh, well, hold on. What am I getting? Like right. what, what's going to be in this for me? Like they didn't care about that. They were, they were just like, I'm so excited to help these listeners, you know, to, to, to help these people. Like that is the type of people that you need to surround yourself with. Those are the ones that you need to find, right? Yes. They, they are out there and they are there to support you. And you just have to find those ones.
0: Yeah. I, God, I cannot agree more. It took me a long time because I think you think you're going to find them in your business or in your salon or in your, you know, sometimes your friend group. I love my friends, but I have like business building friends. And then I have my like mom friends and my high school friend. Like it's a very different conversation when you find people that are trying to help you
1: in a different kind of growth. Because they don't, if that's the, that's the challenge when you are a business owner or independent or whatever, like, again, we are all our own businesses, but when you try to talk to your husband or your spouse about it, or you try to talk to your family about it or your friends, they don't, they don't get it. They're trying to support you as much as they can in whatever way they can. But at the end of the day, they can't support, they don't know what they're, they don't know what it's like. Right. You don't get it. Right. So by, by finding people that are in your realm, they'll get it. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, you don't want to feel alone. That's at the end of the day, Mm -hmm. like none of us want to feel alone in something. And when you are trying to be different, because growth is just that you are trying to be a different person. Yeah. Like one, you know, you're still who you are Better version of yourself. Thank you. A better version of yourself. I like that better. Um, you're, you know, you're trying to bring out, stuff in you that is already in you, by Mm -hmm. the way, just Mm -hmm. let me say that it's already there. You have to move all of the layers away Mm -hmm. to
1: find it. Dig down a little deeper.
0: Yeah. yeah. This has been very interesting. So through my growth the past, uh, like five years, I have found that I dress now like I did in middle school, (laughs) in in middle school. Like, Like I like my true, like confident, clothing was my middle school wardrobe. Like I literally have one right now, like corduroy bell bottoms. Like I and, love it. And I like literally getting justice now. I was like my middle school self would be so happy, <laughs> but I did not for the longest time. I thought I had to dress a certain way. I thought I yep. had to be a certain person. I thought I had to say certain things, do certain yep. things, have a business a certain way. Yep. You know, I had all these layers of shoulds quote unquote, mm-hmm. all the shoulds, you should do it like this. You should do it like that. And then the more I grow and like really step into myself, I'm realizing like, no, I was always there. I just yeah. layered all of these things that I thought that I should do. And it's been really fascinating, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, even joy. Like I used to roller skate when I was younger. Now I got a new pair of roller skates and I will find just as much joy in it. And it's like, I why did it. I ever stop?
1: Yeah. you know, Because so. because there's this expectation I feel for, and I, I don't know. I don't know who created this idea, but that at certain ages, you check off certain boxes and that means success. And it's like, but what, who decided that that's what success is? Who decided that by 30, you better have a kid and you better have a house and you better have a career and you better have like, in what way is that everybody's idea? Maybe that's somebody's version of success, but that doesn't mean it's everybody's. So yeah, if you want to go roller skate, go for it. Actually, funny enough, one of my clients (laughs) yesterday was telling me about this is her, like, she's like, I want to be one of these people. So, oh my gosh, I can't think of what the name is right off the bat, but essentially it's all these like 90 year old ladies who dress like bananas. Like they go all out with whatever they want to do, like crazy colors and like, like boas and crazy glasses I and whatever. And they're like in their nineties. Um, love that. I can't, I forget what it's called, but it's like, she's like, I want to be one of those people. And I'm like, do it, be that person. Like who says that you have to act a certain way when you're in your nineties, who decided that you can't wear bright pink, you know, bell bottoms in your nineties, like go for it. Like we don't live in a box. Like we should be able to be who we want to be. And that's where I I've learned to
0: take the ego out of it. Right. Because like, why didn't I dress the way I wanted to dress? Well, what will other people think? Well, one, why do I think other people think of me that much? why do I care? (laughs) Why do I care?
1: And two, like, I don't care what they think. I don't like what they're wearing anyway. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I don't want to be like them. So why am I, why am I, why am I making myself try to be like them? Because that's not me. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. I love that whole ego aspect. I haven't really, I haven't really dove down that. You know what, what this is what's shifted me and you'll like this actually. And if people listening, you'll like this as well.
0: So Sam via. Okay. I met him at a retreat and he said something that I will never forget. And this is what really got me thinking about the ego. He was talking about when you get on stage, I think somebody asked him, like, how do you not be nervous? Like when you do all these classes or something. And he said, when you are nervous, you are thinking about what the audience thinks of you. Mm -hmm. Are you going to mess up? Mm -hmm. Do you look funny? Do you, you know, whatever you have, all these things about you, Mm -hmm. you're not getting up there to serve the audience. Who cares what you're wearing? Who cares if you say the wrong word? Are you giving them the information that they need? And it was this, like, when he was like, when you take the ego out of it, like everything changes. And it was this like epiphany for me of like, that's so true. Mm -hmm. That's so true. So even these, you know, digital conferences beforehand, I'll be like, it's not about me. It's about listening. And it, and it, and if we switch that a lot of times, you know, then it doesn't matter what I wear. If I feel, I want to feel
1: good. I want my yeah. power suit on. You but know? then that also comes out in your confidence, right? Exactly. You, you walk into the room as a much more confident person and everybody sees that. Because you're being your true authentic self, right? You are being who you want to be and doing what you want to do. There is no rule book, there is no written guide for how to's, all of us have our own journeys, and we can do whatever the heck we want to do. And I, I definitely see that shifting for sure. Um, Especially the like next generation, they are just they've got they're doing what they want to do, which is great. You know, yesterday at the gym, a bazillion and one of them recording themselves and posting it, and you know, and, and at the same, at one time I had this moment that went through my head of being like, Oh, these kids, like taking these videos and whatever, and just all these pictures. But then I'm like, they might have an insanely successful YouTube channel showing workout, you know, whatever, and are like killing it and living their dreams right now. Like good for them. Why yeah. am I, why am I thinking that that's like, Oh, like a terrible thing. Right. Right they're doing what they want to do. So go yeah. for it. Be your confident self, videotape yourself if you want to do it and post it. If that's what makes you feel good, not my cup of tea, but you go for it. <laughs> yeah. What shifted me with that too,
0: is like thinking about like projection of things, right? Like, well, I like that, what they're doing over there is bothering me. Why? Because it's something I wouldn't do, yeah. but why wouldn't I do it? Because I think that I might look stupid. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it's almost like when I'm like, well, just because I wouldn't do it doesn't mean that they're not enjoying themselves. Exactly. And you're right. They're probably like million dollar freaking. Right. I don't
1: know. <laughs> yeah. just I- Because they don't have the traditional, you know, nine to five Monday to Friday that our parents told us was what you're supposed to do. Yep. Things have changed. Times have changed. And we need to be aware of that and change with it because it's going to regardless of what we choose and think is supposed to be right. You know?
0: Yep. Absolutely. Well, for anyone listening, where you do you want to start with confidence is own your beauty
1: Mm -hmm. virtual Mm -hmm.
0: conference. Like come join us. Seriously. Like I'm super, I was already excited. Now I'm like ridiculously (laughs) excited because I like really like you. I'm that person that's like, I like you. Can we be friends?
1: (laughs) (laughs) We can definitely be friends.
0: (laughs) Um, But definitely come join us. There's some amazing people. We're going to talk about so many different, you know, aspects of business um, and building your confidence starts there. It starts with different conversations. That's Mm -hmm. one of the things I talk about a lot is put yourself in rooms that you feel a little bit uncomfortable in. If you're the smartest one in the room, you're in the wrong room. Exactly.
1: Yeah. So check, check.
0: Yep. So come and hang out with us. Um, because I think that you're going to get a lot out of it. There's a lot of really genius minds that are going to be there. Yeah. So that's May 15th. If you're watching this late,
1: sorry, but definitely, <laughs> you de- can get the recording up until the 22nd with the VIP upgrade. It will be available. There for you those go. Who can't be a part of it. There is, there is the option for that. It starts at 10 a.m. Eastern time. Also, just so you know,
0: <laughs> just saying,
1: just saying, <laughs> cause you're going to be there. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm going to put
0: the link in the show notes. So feel free to click that so you don't even have to go to Instagram. You don't have to go to link bio, none of that. Like just click yeah. whatever you're listening to this, just touch it. Easy peasy. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Jasmine, is there anything else that you want to add before we wrap this up? I just want to say thank you so, so much. Thank you for being a part of the the conference. It means the world to me um, to be able to share your knowledge with uh, everybody is just, I'm so grateful and thankful for that. And thank you for this. This has been so much fun and I really hope we get to do it again because it's been awesome. And thank you to all your wonderful listeners. Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate it. Yes.
0: Thank you for having me. I actually forgot the last question that I'm supposed to ask you. So
1: So what does being a cash confident stylist mean to you? I huh I think that that is something that I would love your help on. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, like it's something that I've struggled with for a long time because I definitely have thought of having there there's a specific number there's a specific what whatever that means that I am I am I've hit the mark, you know, but there isn't there's never going to be. It's I feel being cash confident is your internal and where you are as a person. And if you feel confident and comfortable with that, it's not a certain figure. It's not, you know, being debt-free is obviously crucial because that's just going to take a lot of weight off your shoulders, but whatever that is for, for you to be able to live your best life, that's, what's important. And that's what you should focus on. Amen to that. Love it. Jasmine. Thank you so much. Thank you
0: Once again, thank you for listening to the Cash Confident Stylist Podcast. I appreciate each and every one of my listeners more than you know. If you like what you hear, please screenshot this episode, share it with a friend, share it on social media, and don't forget to tag me, Misty Jane, and the podcast at Cash Confident Stylist Podcast. You can even take it a step further and leave a review on Apple Podcast. Talk with you on the next one.